We're back with BetMGM tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Trista, that's a damn good thing you just took the first half in this uh, yeah, Mystics Liberty playoff game. 67-63, the Mystics are up. They're now one-and-a-half-point favorites in this. Yeah, I'm a little concerned for the Liberty. Uh, our girl, Natasha Cloud9, is Man. absolutely putting this team on her back. Elena Deladon comes back out of the locker room with a vengeance. And now, like you said, they're up on the road. New York already leads 1-0. So, I mean, they need this game. They, I mean, they need it. Marlins fighting for a wild card spot. They're up 3-1 in the seventh uh, over the Mets right now. That live totals at 5.5. Rays are up 2-1 on the Angels in the eighth. You got the Twins up 4-0 on the Reds, too. So nobody cares White Sox Nationals, though, because nothing means anything. Why would we? Nope, it doesn't matter. Now, Nats are just trying to wrap up that season and turn into the PJ's Orioles in a couple of years. One day. One day. I'll tell you what, though. These wild card races... I mean, we've talked, we've we've kind of seen, right? You've kind of seen down the road what it was going to look like. But here we totally. are. I mean, the Phillies, Diamondbacks, Cubs, Reds, Marlins, Giants, all competing for a National League wildcard spot. Rays clearly have, they clinched the playoff spot. I mean, they've got a massive lead over Toronto right now. But you you have the Rays in that mix. And then, of course, you got the Blue Jays. you got the Rangers. you got the Mariners. Not the Yankees, though, Trista. They're six-pack of wild card We spot. knew that was probably Probably not going to happen. But both of these races are some of the probably more competitive wild card races, I think, that we've had in a long time in baseball. And, and I mean, even if you're sitting here and you just – you kind of have to go, get into that spot where you go, okay, who's the who are the hot teams at this point in the year? Those are kind of the ones that you're going to sit and you're going to trust the rest of the way. I try to – there's no playoff odds up right now. Make or miss playoff odds at this point at BetMGM. They don't have anything up. But, I mean, the Cubs have lost five straight. That is massively concerning, especially when they're you're sitting there with the Reds. In their last ten. I, it's, it, they're going in the wrong direction at the wrong time. I, I wish Ryan was here because he'd have plenty to say. That's just not what you want when Arizona's gone 6-4 and four in their mm-hmm. last ten and Cincinnati's gone 6-4 and four in their last ten. And you're basically, you know, neck and neck with the Reds in the division and for a wild card spot. That's not what you want, and you've got the uh, Miami Marlins just nipping at your heels as well a half a game back. So, yeah, that's a that's a concerning thing. And then you've got Arizona, who's pulled ahead. Me and Peach were talking about this pre-show. You know, Zach Gallon's going to be out there pretty mm-hmm. much all game tonight at the crib against the Giants because this is a team that needs every win that they're going to get. You know, the, the Diamondbacks are just swept the Cubs last week. Rough. That that was a that was a big hit to just just every, not just the actual win loss column for the for the Cubs, but that's also a team that you're competing with for a wild card spot. Tommy Pham has been really really good for the Diamondbacks. Yep, six home runs, twenty six RBI in forty games since they traded for him. Sometimes that's what happens where when you when you're aggressive at the trade deadline and you think your team has a shot, it can pay off. And it, sometimes it's one player, sometimes it's multiple players. Sometimes it's what the Angels did, and it's nothing works out, and you just sell off the team afterwards. But the Diamondbacks have been aggressive, and that's right. Like I'm concerned about our Cubs. I I really am. I knew it was a long shot to bet them to win the World Series, PJ. Knew it. We all did it. You got them at a better price. But right now, I'm looking at a team that's lost five straight. I I feel like if I was to look at the National League, the teams I'm the most comfortable in, with it's Phillies, obviously, Diamondbacks, and then Reds. And then maybe at this point you're looking at the Marlins going, can they can they squeak in? And the I mean the Cubs could still be on the outside looking in when this is all said and done in the National League. 
What stinks is that they have to play the Braves and the Brewers three times yep. on the road to end the season. They get the Pirates three times, including tonight. They get the Rockies three times, and then the Braves and the the Brewers. So, I mean, they get two of the best teams in the National League, which is which is a tough finish. I, I still think they find a way to get in. I would agree with you, Nick, that I think it's Arizona. I think it's the Cubs, though, that I would bank on. The Marlins, I just... I can't get there with them. The Giants, I can't either. I well, would the Giants agree. have the second toughest schedule the rest of the way, too. 12 games left, and they're, it's only, they're only behind the Nationals for toughest schedule down the stretch. And the Nats, again, don't matter in this whole race. Yeah. No, the Nats have to play the Orioles and the Braves, so. Oof. Brutal. Yeah, yeah. They wrap it up with the White Sox here. The Nats have seven more games against the Braves. The Braves are going to have a 20-game 20, 20 lead in that division when it's all said and done. Yep. And the Giants have to play the Dodgers seven times. The Padres three times, and then the D-backs two times. Those D-backs and uh, Giants games are going to be massive coming up. Yeah, they are. They really are. It's going to be very fun. I'm just kind of tired of the end. I just want to see the playoffs. You know, I'm with you, too. Like you get, It gets to the point. I mean, even the NBA season kind of gets this way, too, where you have some... I, I think the NBA adding the play-in tournament really adds a little more intrigue at the end of the season because when you have this just... Okay, this team is like it's just teams kind of jumping back and forth a right. lot in the standings. It drags out where you yeah, you just want to see the result and actually get to the postseason. And you almost need to like have you have to keep up on it every single day, you know? And I it's football season. I'm not keeping up on the wild card race every single day cuz every single day could change. PJ is cuz his Orioles are trying to hold off the uh I'm so locked in on baseball right now. I know, I knew you. There would are be. certain sports like when your team's good, you just watch it way more than you would if yeah. your team like wasn't good. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Of course, I'm not watching the Nats anymore. No. You think I'm watching the Nationals? I barely watched them this year. I like, mean, I did occasionally, but like God, I don't. You guys are way more into the NBA than I am. If the Wizards ever got good, then I'd be locked in. Yep. But I can't see that happening until maybe like five years down the road. So, have you talked to Cody Decker yet about uh, the tickets he's supposed <laughs> to be buying you for the playoffs? No, we have not. I got to see when they're playing first. And then there will there will be a phone call. I mean, there should be some hounding. You yeah. should be hounding him. Yeah. What game know? do you want to go to? Uh, I, I'm hoping the Orioles win the division, and then I'm hoping that the first game of the ALDS would be on a Saturday, which stinks because I have to miss college football. But it's my only off day, so I would like to game one. It's it's an it's a playoff game. You can miss college football. Exactly. Do you have oh, an ideal, I would totally. Miss do you have it. an ideal opponent? I think Orioles Astros would be awesome. That would be so lit. I'm going. The, if, if, I, if it's happening and it's at Orioles Astros, I am in. These I'm two going. teams, so they're playing tonight. This is the fifth game that they've played. The f- three of the first four have been unbelievable games. Last night was they were not, they weren't the drunk Orioles like we thought they'd be. They they were. They just were the good drunk no, Orioles. Yeah, know, it's like beer pong, right? <laughs> the more you play, the more you drink, the better you are at it. They uh, they were down two runs in the ninth inning, hit a three run homer in the ninth to win it. The Astros earlier against the Orioles in Baltimore about a month ago hit a grand slam in the ninth inning. Do you guys remember that? I was yeah. actually filling in. Yeah, won that game. I mean, they're just these two teams, man. It's just. I hope we get. I hope we get a series. Well, I, like I, I don't hope because I don't want to play the Astros because they you, terrify me. You don't want to like, see the Astros yeah, right no, off the bat. That's wanna, not what you want. No, I don't. Do the play. Orioles have enough to get through the Astros? Mm, I, I think it's like a Warriors Kings type situation where I think the Orioles can take them to the brink, and then it's just that playoff experience might just that's, be the decider. You know, if you were to beat the Astros about. in the in uh, ALDS. Do you are you a World Series team then? Is that the pathway wide open then for you? I think it they might be. Yeah, 
Yeah, but I really think Warriors-Kings is the analogy because I think the Kings were a better team than the Warriors last year. Yeah. I truly mm-hmm. believe that. Mm-hmm. But it's just playoff basketball. In a Game 7, the Warriors just they knew how to win it, and I'm afraid that if we get to a Game 5, Game 7, the Astros are going to know how to win. The Orioles are able to get by them, though. I, I think they have as good as chance as anyone, absolutely. The Orioles are a team that in a couple of years could be the best team in the American League and and established, right? So you yeah. have to go through – I mean, the – the most cliche of all is the analogy of, you know, Jordan having to get through the Pistons. But, I mean, in reality, he did. There's there's always that mountain that a young team has to overcome, right? It's like, okay, a young quarterback in the NFL. Now show us that you can win in the playoffs. And once you get to that point, you start to trust that team more on a consistent basis year after year. The Orioles have as much young talent as any team in Major League Baseball. Probably more than anybody else, honestly. I mean, can you think of another team in baseball that has as much young talent whether it's in the farm system or called up now than the Orioles. It was like every week they're calling up another yeah. prospect. Not that. I mean, the Braves have a young nucleus, too, that's really good, but mm-hmm. not as young as the Orioles. Right. We have to remember, they have the best record in the American League. They play in the best division in baseball, and they have the number one prospect who's going to be starting on opening day next year. Adley Rutschman is a generational player. Gunnar Henderson's better than he is, and Jackson Holiday is going to be better than both of them. So. It's kind of scary. It's it's where the Astros were before they started winning their World Series. You're right. They had Altuve, then they had Bregman, and then this guy Correa came along. And uh, that was the piece that got him over the top. Well, they have somebody from the Astros front office, right? Isn't it? Yeah, Mike Elias is yeah. their GM. Say Elias yep. was their – yeah, mm-hmm. the, Mike Elias came from exactly. the Astros, right? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, it, it's 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 – I guess he just followed a system that worked. It's funny how that works, you know? I, I a blueprint. So. You know, Theo Epstein did it with the Red Sox, then he went over to the Cubs and did it, and now Elias did it with the Astros, and now he's doing it with the Orioles. Another thing, too, since the Orioles moved that wall back in left field, it's become more of a pitcher's park, which I think is going to help him in free agency, too. You know, because obviously yeah. veteran pitchers want to play for a contender, and Camden Yards is like one of the most hitter-friendly parks. You move that left field wall back, and all of a sudden becomes a little more pitcher friendly thinking outside the box a little bit there you know i think that's it's worth it it is it is worth it. so i guess we're probably looking at now between toronto rangers mariners it's gonna be so texas texas yeah. and seattle play seven times in the last 10 games of the year that determines it right there it's literally yeah. like a playoff series i mean you know like a very much extended playoff series, but that's what's going to decide it the so. rangers have now lost four straight yeah, losing two pitchers uh, it's, is, it's has tough. been rough, you know, and they were so good for so long throughout the year. You thought maybe that was the best team in the American League, maybe that was the best team in baseball, and yet they just fell off of a cliff, right? I mean, still you look at their stats, they're, you know, they've got the third best OPS uh, in all of Major League Baseball. You know, they're still a really good hitting team. They've got a squad. Just it doesn't feel like the pitcher pitching's there for them to really do much. Texas is such a streaky team. It's yeah. like, you know, they'll go on a week where they'll lose like seven in a row, and then they'll turn around and they won five in a row, and now they've won four, lost four in a row again. I just, Seattle is the team that I would take a flyer on. You know, there's always a team in baseball, right? Mm. Like this time of the year, they're kind of playing like playoff baseball. And that's always the teams that I always want. That's who you want to look for, besides somebody like the Astros, obviously. I think Seattle's that team because they got the pitching. They got the pitching, and their lineup is just good enough. And they got the taste of it last year. They broke the playoff drought. They got a taste. And I think if they get back in it this year, they could do some damage. So that's the team I'd watch out. Rangers still sitting with a plus 149 run differential. 
and that thing is nowhere near what it used to be. I mean, that's padded from earlier this year, and you've watched them just... They have they've been a roller coaster, but you're right. You lose a couple of pitchers, and that, that's... Still be- third best on-base percentage, third best batting average, third best slugging percentage. Trending in the wrong direction at the wrong time yep. is where they are. But, yeah, we're going to pretty much have that determination. That's going to be it. It's going to be Seattle against the Rangers, and that's going to determine a wild-card spot right there. Texas has the 10th toughest schedule the rest of the way. Seattle's 12th, so it's very even-handed there. We're going to know who it is at that point. Like, if the, if the Mariners get in, they've earned it. If the Rangers get in, they've figured it out, and they've earned it at the same time. Bet MGM tonight.